0: Hello, everyone, and welcome to the third episode of Who pod On this episode, my co-host, Joey Couture, and I welcome Jake Mellor. Now, Jake, you better—you may better know from his internet uh, moniker, Devil Boy Scooby. Uh, he's on Twitch, he's on YouTube, the Twitters, the Facebooks, all the things. Um, Jake brought a very sarcastic British wit to this podcast and he cracked me on a few occasions. Um, we're, we're nicknaming this episode... Uh, Hoovers and Cucumbers. So that kind of gives you uh, a little bit of a tease to what we're going to be hearing here. There's a lot of adult language in this podcast. So if you care about that sort of thing, please be forewarned. Uh, as well, I wanted to do something, a couple things that I haven't done uh, on the podcast as of yet that I should be doing. Uh, the first thing I want to tell you is that there's a few different ways to actually keep on top of uh, all the hoopods pods without having to, to get the notification on Twitter and the first is that if you go to the main webpage, whopod.podbean.com you'll see all the podcasts on there. You can subscribe to us via that site. Um, you can subscribe to us on iTunes, uh, which would be great, especially if you can leave a positive review or a negative review if you believe we need it. Uh, or you can subscribe to us on Stitcher. Um, all, all three of those ways, you can just have them delivered to you without having to have a social media notification. Uh, secondly, I want to tell you guys where both myself and my co-host Joey could be found on the socials. Uh, I'll try to remember to ask Joey this question himself so he can give all the answers during the next podcast. I haven't done it on any of the three yet, and that is my mistake. But you can find Joey online on Twitter, at least at, at @joeycocher with an underscore after Uh, uh You can find me at Blair Beveridge, uh, as well as at Hoopod, which is the uh, main Twitter account for this podcast, as well as at Webisode Watch, which is my uh, Google Hangout show that I run with web creators. Uh, I haven't done one in a while, but uh, you know, I mean, right now the podcasts are, are uh, good enough, and maybe I'll get back into the Webisode Watch stuff a little bit later. But for now, let's do this. Now. Couple of last things before I dive into the podcast itself that I wanted to pay respect to. First of all, for all the graphical art that you see associated with um uh, JP Ricath is uh, is is the person that we need to thank for that. JP is an absolutely outstanding dude, um, someone I I genuinely call a friend. Uh, I JP has been more than willing to do this sort of stuff out of the kindness of his heart, um, and. I want to pay respect to that. He's he's a true human, to say the least. Uh, as well as of this podcast, I'm going to start be uh, placing some music from some humans who have sent me them in. Uh, last week we used Tara Lynn's music because it was her podcast, but this week we're going to be using something from Kristen Walsh, or as she's better known on online at that nerd girl, underscore girl G U R L. Uh, Kristen sent me something that she created that is really cool, so I'm going to be using that uh, for well, probably for the next little while, and until I get some some other submissions in. And uh, I want to thank Kristen for for sending this in, which is completely awesome. I love this beat. This is really cool. And enough of me talking about it. Let's uh, let's transition into it. So here is Hoopod Episode Three with Jake Mellor, A.K.A. Devil Boy Scooby. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the next episode of Who Pod. Today, I'm being joined once again by my co-host, Joy Couture, and our guest is across the pond, not quite Australia, but, you know, another place that uh, has that kind of British feel to it. It might be very British feel, actually. We're welcoming Devil Boy Scooby. Welcome to the podcast.
1: Thank you. Yes, and you stole my joke. I was going to say I'm Devil Boy Scooby and I'm not Australian, so... Thanks.
0: Oh. <laughs> <laughs> yep. First mistake. Okay, on we go. Um, is, is Devil Boy Scooby what should we go by, or do you prefer a different name? Yeah, anything anything other than Hitler. I don't mind. <laughs>
1: as long as you don't refer to me by some sort of, like, you know, historical fascist. You can call me Jake, and yeah, that's fine. Or, yeah. Or preferably, preferably a male name as well, you know. A, a, not like Josephine.
2: So, whatever you do, don't call him Napoleon. Yeah. Or any other famous dogs.
1: (laughs) Okay. All right. Or was he a pig, actually? I think he was a pig from Animal Farm. I got confused between Napoleon and Beethoven. Oops. This is going well, isn't it?
0: (laughs) 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 <laughs> hey man, it's a long form conversation, that's how this rolls. Alright, um, Jake, I will use Jake if you don't mind. It's yep, um, that's
1: fine, it's shorter, less syllables. Even Felicia Day gets confused between my name. She's always, any time I appear on like Twitch, it's always Devil Scooby Boy. I consider changing my
0: name to that, but it's probably just too much like effort. I haven't been in a Felicia stream in a while, but the few times she actually tried to say my last name, it, it usually came out Brrrr. <laughs> something that on. so um, maybe one day when i shake her hand and say hi my name is blair beverage we can then uh, you know she can properly pronounce that point for her. but that's fine it's a running joke for me i enjoy it much like ryan keeps calling Leangelis leangelis so <laughs> yeah.
1: well for a while i watched his witcher streams and i was getting annoyed because he was calling gerald gerald but now i've just learned to
0: just not care because well, oh the witcher yeah yeah it's great i started playing the witcher it was it was a game that you know i bought it after it won the game of the year because they had that high half price sale and i was like okay this game's got some cred let me try this and i like it but it's not as good as i thought it was gonna be personally really? oh.
2: and See, i know I loved I'm, it.
0: and i know i'm in a minority on that it's a good game don't get me wrong i think it's the magic stuff that's that i i, I just use my sword and i end up taking a lot more hits to the face that yeah. I probably i'm supposed to
1: <laughs> i've played it on um, death run which is the hardest difficulty and a lot of the people i know are like oh my god you know shake my hand because apparently it's amazingly difficult and most of it is just hitting the circle button to dodge out of the way mm. um, it is ridiculously difficult but i think ryan spends most of the time playing the card game to be fair so. oh
0: genter or
1: yeah gwent
0: gwent oh i hate which is i got game. really
1: confused with <laughs> her because that's the name of a county near me at the moment so uh, I was like, what what what? <laughs> but yeah.
0: Well everything comes from something. So I guess that, that might be where that came from. Yeah, well uh, I assume
1: the interest in
0: Wales increased um <laughs> after The Witcher was released. <laughs> Probably. Uh so um in terms of what you do in the human world, uh you, you mentioned uh, Felicia's stream and Ryan's stream. Uh yes. do you, is is that kind of your jam? Is that where you kind of exist oh, within Team human? Yeah.
1: Um Definitely. I mean, I'm, I'm in the Facebook group and I will watch other people's posts. I'm very nervous about posting things myself because I don't like inflicting my, my suffering and boredom on upon other people because I realize they have interesting lives. But it's really interesting to see other people's um, views, opinions, what they're doing, what they find funny. Um, but yeah, with the Twitch streams, I actually I left a party at about 11 o'clock at night because a the party was shit and b i really wanted to see felicia day's streams because it was the first after like three months or something so right. i was just like raced home and was like right computer on chocolate cake let's watch felicia <laughs> <Get killed laughs> a lot, basically. i love
0: the ch- i love the chocolate cake in there that's that's my favorite part of that sentence personally. yeah <laughs> Um, okay so well you can't why don't you do t- anything
1: t- without chocolate cake, you know. It's 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 great.
0: <laughs> and, and for me, I need a glass of milk as well. I, I'm a big fan of chocolate, but I need my milk. That's my that's my thing.
2: See, yeah. I'm the I'm the exact opposite. Like, I mean I mean I like Reese's PCs. Once in a while I'll have like a Whoa. Reese's cup. But well oh, oh, okay. Reese's what? Reese's feces? Oh my god. The, the, <laughs> like, it sounds slightly I'm, like
1: Reese's Reese's
2: feces. Well, you know what? Me. I mean <laughs> In,
0: in many universes, maybe that's just how it works, and we have to roll with that, you know? No, no, this is something – this is actually funny. Um, I was down in Ohio, and I'll let you get back to your story in a second, Joey. Sorry. But <laughs> up, up here, we call them Reese's Pieces. Um, and I kept hearing Reese's Pieces, and I was like, what the heck is a Reese's Pieces? At least I, with pieces, it's a piece of candy, but <laughs> – yeah. But even Reese's is because we call it Reese's, but it's apparently pronounced different in Canada as well. Sorry, get back to your story. I just was distracted by that.
2: <laughs> well, I mean,
1: well, no, we, we, oh, sorry. I oh, it's okay. I'll, De- I'll, I'll shut up.
2: Depending on where you are in the United States, I mean, you could hear it the way that you hear it in Canada, or you could hear it the way that I say it. Um, a prime example is in New England. Your that's the only place in the United States that you're ever really going to find something called fluff, which is. Li- literally, it's like a big giant jar of semi-solid, semi-liquid marshmallow filling that we you have- put onto a peanut butter sandwich. Okay, he... Okay. Oh, yeah. So, Jake, okay. Jake has it, but like, where I'm moving to Seattle at the end of the month, they don't have it out there. <laughs>
1: well, I personally don't have it because it tastes like, you know, the devil's semen, but... <laughs> I've seen it in show, But
2: you're Devil Boy, doesn't that just... <laughs> it just kind of goes hand in hand. I mean, what's wrong with that? <laughs>
1: oh my god. I think... Did you really just ask me what would be Devil Boy... Be wrong with eating? Hey, okay, you know what? This whole podcast has just gone
2: left-wing here. <laughs> I don't even know why. I'm gonna try. I'm not even gonna try to fix this.
0: I blame Trump personally. I don't know about you. I blame him for everything, though. So yeah,
1: just blame everything on Trump. That's even the British are doing that now.
0: Yeah, so we can't call him Hitler. We can't call him Napoleon. We can't call him Trump. I think that you know those three are in the same company, as far as I'm concerned.
2: But um, yes. okay. So basically, to finish off my original point is, I don't know. Um. I used to love chocolate as a kid growing up, and for some reason, I kind of just grew away from it. I don't know why. There's nothing wrong with it. I wish I could, but it's, it's the one sweet thing I can't let go is chocolate. I mean, if you were to offer me a Crunch Bar, I wouldn't turn that down. That's a little bit different for me. Like, that's the one bit of chocolate that I'm like, uh-uh-uh-uh-uh, uh-huh, uh-huh. you come back here with that. <laughs>
0: is that the honeycomb one with the chocolate?
2: Um, no, oh, I think it's crunchy. It, yeah, it just, it's just crunchy. It looks like it has air bubbles in it.
0: Okay.
2: Okay. There's there's an actual real term for it, but you know you know me. I'm a pineapple, dark on the outside, blonde as hell on the inside. <laughs> okay. Well, I'm
1: a bit like that because I don't really have chocolate bars except at, like if people buy me them at like Christmas or um, Halloween. Yeah. Or if I'm it. Oh, it seems to be my go-to is is a Snickers. If I'm getting a tattoo for some reason, I will just have a Snickers bar, and it makes me feel all warm and cozy before you know I get I get basically stabbed. So,
0: (laughs) (laughs) A comfort food. There we go.
1: Yeah. But generally, it's like the thing I have to avoid is shoe pastry, profita rolls. Anytime I see them in a shop, I literally have to be dragged away because
0: I could just eat those until I died. (laughs) That would be unfortunate. Um, Okay, Jake, uh, if you don't mind, if you want to dive into a little bit uh, what you do for a living, the city and country that you live in, anything to do with school, uh, just so we can kind of get some basic information on you.
1: Okay. Yep. Yeah, cool. Well, I'm 21, and I'm currently living in Bangor, which is uh, in Wales, because I go to university there. But then, other times when I'm not at university there, I'm in Manchester and hate every second of it. So mm. that's why I left because because Wales has more sheep and green stuff. Mm. In, in in Manchester, it takes me two buses just to see anything green, including vegetables, because it, it's just it's just a shit. That's my opinion, of course, but, but <laughs> my opinion is the only one that counts.
0: I, I've only <laughs> ever been to the UK once. I was in London for three days to do some work, and um, I, I, I got to see one thing, and that was Covent Gardens, and the rest of it I had to work because I was doing some night work. But yeah. um, what, what's Manchester like? I mean, it, clearly not that appealing. <laughs> well,
1: it's quite—it's a bit like London. Only everybody sort of talks, out ah, this, meh, and... Wait, they don't. I'm, I'm, I, I'm from Manchester, and I can't do a Manchester accent. I don't know why. Um... But I think there's a lot less to see in Manchester. We actually had a Ferris wheel for a while, and I don't understand why, because basically all you'll be able to see is this massive hotel that looks like a Jenga tower. And yeah. it's just it's just basically offices everywhere. Um, if you like um, clubbing, there's a few clubs. Or if you like shopping, there's a shopping centre. If you don't like either of those, then you're kind of screwed but um, it, yeah, there's no like museum. What well, there's a few museums and stuff in, in Manchester, but it's mostly for like you know broken down cars and and Oasis and stuff like that.
0: So I, I do know that some rich people like to uh, set up their football teams there. Yes, yeah, so I it.
1: was I was going to say as well. If you actually if you like watching people kick a ball back and forth for ninety minutes, then that's probably the right place as well. Although. A lot of, uh, although a lot of football teams don't seem to know their geography because one of the teams called Manchester isn't even in Manchester; it's in Trafford, um, oh. which is Manchester United, which United, is kind yeah. of outside
0: of of Manchester. So people complain about that. Um, See, it's funny. I always just thought that that was the name of the stadium, Old Trafford. I didn't realize that was the city it was in.
1: Yeah, well, it's it's. I don't know what it is really. It's not a city. It's sort of like a dis. I don't actually know what it is because I don't really pay attention to people in shorts running around pointlessly. And falling over the minute a gust of wind arrives, but I know that it's sort of a lot of complaint between the Manchester City fans and it's basically, by a fucking map, it's, it's not in Manchester to United fans I got very confused when I went to Glasgow the other week and all I saw was Manchester United posters everywhere so for all I know, Manchester United might play in Glasgow in Scotland
0: Well, United is like that one football team that seems to be Known worldwide, it's like the the you know the Dallas Cowboys or the New York Yankees. They're yeah. they're the team when people think of the sport. They're like, oh, I don't know much about. And I'll speak North American here for a second. Soccer, yeah, but yeah. So. I've I've heard of Wayne Rooney, you know. So and I, he plays for that Manchester team, right? And, yeah. and it, it's that's I mean, it's growing as a sport here. It's really great, uh, big for the kid level, um, maybe just because it costs next to nothing to play, uh. But yeah, no, no, uh, football soccer is definitely a sport that's on the rise in North America. But I think
1: women's football as well is quite on the rise because the U.S. Mm-hmm. women's football team, I think the men's football team did quite badly in the World Cup, all, although better than England. Um, but the the women's U.S. team actually got quite far. It's just a shame because nobody in this country actually watches women's football, which is a disappointment actually because they're just as competent. Um, mm-hmm. It's just because, I don't know, it, it's it's strange. The only women's sport people seem to watch in this country is beach volleyball because we're perverted, apparently. But,
2: I have but, to ask, I, I'm sorry, I have to interrupt for just a quick, quick really quick. Jake, do you do any kind of voiceover, or have mm-hmm. you done, like, yeah. audiobook recordings? <laughs> no, i <laughs> don't. Because I've for a 21-year-old, oh, you have an seriously. amazing voice. <laughs>
1: really, I hate my voice. I did oh, voices for, some, for a bus simulator once. That's the extent of my voice work.
0: I am w- with Jake on this one, or sorry, uh, Joey on this one. You really should dive into this. You, when you said 21, I was like, no. I'm like, what? <laughs> I'm like, I'm like, I would maybe go as
2: young, as, and I mean this as a, in a big, humongous compliment. Okay, I okay. I would have guessed like as young as 35, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> and then I'm Just
1: like, the people on the phone. Like, when I was 14. People were trying to sell me mortgages, um, <laughs> and I'm like, oh. The worst thing is if like. Uh, I mean, I said I wouldn't talk about my parents, but the worst thing is if somebody phones me and says, hello, is that Hazel Meller? And I'm like, do I sound like a fucking woman? (laughs) I understand when I was younger, my voice was like, hello, I'm Jake. But now I'm like, hello. Uh, You know, I'm almost like, James or Joe. That's not an impression, but yeah, I can... Well, well no, you,
2: you get this voice that reminds me of Rob Ingalls, who does the who did the original audiobook recordings for the Lord of the Rings, and I'm just like mm. I'm just like, come on, start talking about hobbits. Just, just come on.
0: I'm <laughs> trying to place it too. Like there's your voice reminds me of someone else as well. But I like I think you would be a great person to read, Go the fuck to sleep, that children's book, you know, personally, but
1: uh Oh, I think I've seen that in a shop. It's like it's got Panthers on the front cover or something. Um,
0: it it was made famous when sam jackson read it uh as as the audiobook and it's just he he brings his characters into the story and it's it's just hilarious.
1: Well i might have to look into the audiobook. If if, if you have an audiobook if you design if any uh, any of you like write a book and need a voice recorder by person i would be happy to as there long as go. it's not like sparkle fairy fiction. I don't mind. Yeah. I draw the line at twilight and bondage but uh, anything else I'm I'm one of those people I'm ashamed to say I did actually read Twilight because I was like it can't be that bad and I think it's bad but it's not as bad as the movies I think hiring a a main actress whose face doesn't move probably Uh, made it look worse than it actually was but it is basically like a 14 year old has just
0: written a dream sequence I I don't mean to be disrespectful to Kristen because I I mean I've never done any sort of work in that realm but everything I've seen her in it's just kind of like deadpan reading it's like uh, shouldn't you be trying to bring a little bit of life to this role personally i don't
1: know Uh, well apparently she's got better over the years but i kind of don't watch a lot of the stuff she's in because it's it's not like my sort of cup of tea but um yeah i what i saw her in yeah she was very deadpan she would be very good at like as like a funeral director or Mm. like you know some sort of deliverer of bad news
0: or like you know, a straight woman or straight man, however your term may be, like so sort of someone wacky can play off of them. I think that would yeah. be a good spot. Yeah. A good like Jason Bateman's been doing it for years. He's a great straight yes. man.
1: Jason I'm Bateman's sure. my one of my favorite actors, actually. Yeah, there you go, I loved yeah. him in Arrested Development because because well, just because it was him <laughs> and and it was funny.
0: He was great in Zootopia as well. Um, he was the yeah. main male voice, so
1: he um, was I great get... in um, Horrible Bosses as well. I think anything I like with Jason Bateman in is one of those that I will I will watch it to see what it's like. And mm-hmm. generally, anything he's been in, like I I find it quite because he's a funny person. It's one of those that sometimes it can be a really shit movie, but if somebody hilarious is in it, it kind of makes it okay.
0: Mm-hmm. Okay, so how did you find both Geek and Sundry and or Team Human? Like how how did you Come to us, if you will.
1: Well, this is this this is an, a very strange story, actually, which involves pigeons. So I have a YouTube channel, and I woke up New Year's Day. Uh, this was 2015, maybe. Um, I say maybe. It was definitely 2015. So I don't know why I said maybe. <laughs> it's not like I'm 400 and mix my years up. But it was um, my friend, basically, who appears on my channel, sent me a message over Facebook saying, Oh, Jake, I bought this game. We are playing it on Facebook with face cams. And that game was hertofel boyfriend, uh, and I sat down for two and a half hours with alcohol, and it was like it was suffrage, and then I had to spend the next week like editing that video. but then when I finally uploaded it, related videos, Felicia Day and her brother Ryan, I don't know, fuck pigeons or whatever it was called, and watched that and was like, "Oh, these people are actually funny, which makes a change because a lot of the internet is just cats falling off things so And then I basically just binge-watched Cooptitude, and then I watched the episodes of Tabletop that Felicia and Ryan were in, and then I watched every Tabletop episode, and I went to their streams, and yeah, basically just lost a lot of days, just sat in front of a computer watching somebody more famous than me, laughing. Oh, and I also bought her book as well, because it was in the shop, and I thought it had a nice cover. (laughs) I don't know.
0: I really liked the book. It was it was almost like having that conversation with her that I may never have, just because she was. It seemed like she was really blunt and honest in there. It was, it was a really enjoyable read for me.
1: Yeah, well, after I read the book, I binge watched the Guild as well. So it was. Um, I mean, I think I'd heard of it. It was like knocking around in in my mind, like that I'd seen it maybe, but I wasn't interested because I wasn't really a World of Warcraft person. Right. But yeah, it was definitely a. It was it was a really good series. I think so. Yeah, it's like- just, I was annoyed because they don't, they haven't released it on DVD here, and I really would have liked to hear like the audio commentaries because I'm one of those people. I have like right in front of me now. Actually, I have like 17 Simpsons DVDs because I'm one of those people that I will listen to all the commentaries of basically Harvard nerds going, oh, "Yes, well, we it the thing in the yellow, and we do this and that, and yes, and, and it's basically what I do watching that is sit in a room and and it it they basically sit in a room and just and just argue over maths problems a lot. So I'm I'm one of those people I like just I like going into a lot of depth with anything I'm watching. It to almost to a, a, a well
2: sad point probably.
0: Joey have you ever played a uh, Hat Hataful Boyfriend or whatever it is?
2: <laughs> have I ever played what say it one more time? Go
1: Jake, please save me. Hat boyfriend. Although on the video I did actually forget what it was called and accidentally called it Hiroshima boyfriend. <laughs> which um, so yeah that was two minutes of, of us just rolling on the floor because because it I wasn't intentional joke most of the things I say aren't very funny unless I accidentally say them I can I can try and be funny and my friend will not laugh the minute I say something serious he just starts pissing himself
0: so, so I, pre- I presume Joey the answer is no you, you haven't played the the pigeons dating humans game
1: <laughs> no I was really disappointed actually you don't actually get to date them you basically just sort of incessantly stalks them and then it stops before you get to actually do anything. So it's almost like a pointless journey.
0: You're, you Stop me here if, if I'm wrong, Jake is you're basically in high school and you have all these pigeons and then you can choose the ones that you want to try to romance and you're not a pigeon. Like that's the whole deal, right? Yeah.
1: Can I just yeah. say, please don't say that. Like I'm an expert on the game. Cause <laughs>
0: <laughs> you're more like than I am. The <laughs> world's number one
1: <laughs> pigeon. I don't buy, you know, her boyfriend t-shirts
0: and hand out, <laughs> <laughs> Get copies of the game on street corners. No, I've seen it streamed and every time I watch for about 30 seconds and I'm going, no, and then I just turn it off and I, <laughs> and I walk away because like, just, I, can't, I can't watch that for longer than 30 seconds without <laughs> questioning my life choices. It is extremely cringy. But, and, and that's why
1: I, I was basically, I was forced to sit through it. And I had a lot of alcohol and halfway through I got bored and started rummaging through my drawers and I pulled out a novel I'd written. So at the end of the recording... I, I went to the toilet and my friend started reading that on camera and that was actually my favorite bit of it because because mm-hmm. it was it just showed how bad a writer I was when I was thirteen because so it was it was just I actually, I think I, I ended up I killed a child about ten different ways in that book so oh. yeah that was <laughs> that was fun
0: so that's a great time to transition to what your geeky passions are hopefully child
1: not yeah not killing children that's <laughs> not, not a geeky passions
0: no no okay so um as we're doing here, is we want to get to know you guys and really what makes you unique within the, the Team Human community, and um, I have a feeling you probably have quite a few things that you're passionate about, so why don't you uh, well, start diving into them at, at will?
1: First, I feel kind of an un- underwhelming guest following, like, you know, the first two podcasts that I listened to, because I haven't been bitten by spiders or injured by
0: That's just carnival rides. They're all I, different. I
1: got carpet burn when I was seven, <laughs> <laughs> if, if that's of any note.
0: That's, that's um, worthy. It's in the well, same, same <laughs>
1: realm. <laughs> well, oh. I do actually have next to me. I went to McDonald's the other day, and they're doing one of those. I don't know if you get them. It's really hard to to describe what they are, but they're like little games that you like count. It's like a, i really wish I'm I'm the world's worst thing at describing things, but it's like a piece of paper that you fold up, and it turns into like a little game that you. Ask Orgami somebody to pick something? a square.
0: Oh, that thing! Yeah, and then
1: you move yeah, yeah, yeah. it around. And, yeah, I remember those well, things? Well, basically, I I've got one of these and I got one of those, and I was playing it, and apparently my superpower was um, what was it? It was um, no, it wasn't gymnastic ability. That would be completely the opposite of me. Um, I know it was just it's really ridiculous superpowers. Like one of them is basically it's called healing powers, and it says. Lay your hands on somebody's head for a minute and send healing thoughts. If I did that to a stranger in the street, I would get arrested. <laughs> it, yep. It's just... But yeah, no. Um, what was the question? Sorry. <laughs> <laughs>
0: well, we were going we to dive into your geeky passions, and we'll go back into there for a second. But I need to ask you a favor. Give okay. me your give me your, f- your favorite Snape line. My favorite what? Service, sir, service Snape? Harry Severus Potter. Snape, line. Severus Snape, you you remind me of Rickman. Oh
1: really? Mm. <laughs> um, Mister Potter, I don't I don't know. I I, I did actually do a, a Severus voice on on that playthrough of um, Hatful for Boyfriend because one of the characters is this really creepy doctor, so it actually kills you in the game. Spoiler alert, which is
0: really <laughs> weird. I think my favorite line that I ever heard Rickman say in the whole series was, obviously. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. So if you could just throw me an obviously, I'll I'll let you continue. Obviously.
2: (laughs) Mine would have been, turn to page 394. Turn to page 394. Uh,
1: He he can make
0: a living doing this. I kind of
1: start I'm starting to feel like a trained monkey or something. Uh, I'm just doing what you're telling me to do. (laughs) Do you you want want to say like go and fetch you like (laughs) a week's shopping? I will tell you to fuck off. (laughs) Do you want a biscuit? That was the next (laughs) question.
0: (laughs) next question do I want a biscuit okay I will have a biscuit (laughs) okay so let's get back to your geeky passions uh why don't you tell us a little bit about what yours are and why you love them so
1: okay well geeky passions um okay I I I will try not to do a list because like well we'll either be here for like 30 seconds or 30 hours depending because I have a lot of geeky passions my main one is growing up I wasn't like the most like I wasn't let out of the house I was I was essentially like just sort of not, not closet, that's the wrong word. Uh, like, just caged, in a way. So I turned to TV, books, that sort of thing, quite a lot. So from that, my, my first TV memories were a show called Robot Wars, which is basically, in America they have BattleBots, which, right. Robot Wars is extremely similar to it, only there's a lot less, s- like, wrestling sort of aggression and sweating and screaming pointless shit into the camera. Hmm. And a lot more action taking place because a lot of American shows is basically just people talking to each other even wrestling it's mostly you've slept with my sister let's fight and then you punch them once and and then it's you know another sob story about how their cat got run over and that leads into another fight but Robert is I watched I remember watching that religiously with my entire family um every Friday and then it was repeated on a Sunday and I would watch that and I would go to school and talk to talk to my friends about it, but then after a while, it finished and um, it stopped being cool. So I, well, I didn't let go. I kept being a fan of it. I would watch my like VHS tapes, um, which nobody knows what they are anymore because you know it's all Netflix and Hulu.
0: I'm 40, I know what they are. (laughs) Yeah, but like the
1: modern-day audience, I still see in shops, like, blank VHS tapes, like, um, which, even though nobody has a VHS recorder anymore, Mm -hmm. it's really, they're really difficult to find, actually, so I'm slightly, I'll be slightly disappointed, because they weren't released on DVD, any of them, so the minute I get, like, stop being able to see VHS tapes is basically the day my childhood gets destroyed, Mm. um, I'm one of those people I I kind of don't want to grow up, but I also do. I spent, like, 17 years wanting to be 18, and then the minute I turned 18, I didn't want to be 18 because I realized I didn't actually want to go out clubbing and being able to, to buy alcohol and knives and, you know, stuff that apparently you have to be 18 to do. Like, I don't know. Yeah. It's really strange. You can get married age 16, but you can't buy knives because, you know, you might stab somebody.
0: It's always my thing and, and you know I don't want to disrespect um, our American friend or any other Americans is that you're allowed to go to war for the country at 18 but you can't have a beer until you're 21 it just yes. doesn't it doesn't make sense to me how they put some of those 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 uh, age levels for certain things
1: well there are a lot of crazy things. and in fact there's a lot of complaint here um, about the voting age because politics is becoming increasingly Prevalent subject in schools, so people are learning more about it. And mm-hmm. at the moment, teenagers are actually like some of the biggest voices in like politics. Like, with, and and the things like recently, tuition fees were increased, and the government said they wouldn't do that, but they did. Mm-hmm. And the people who it was affected, who it affected, basically weren't allowed to vote, so their voice was basically unspoken for. So it was really irritating. I don't quite know how I got from destructive robots to politics, but. <laughs>
0: We, we, can, we can move on to other things if you prefer yeah
1: so yeah I basically I I was it, it became like it was my obsession and nobody else's so I turned to the internet because that was I was basically being picked on for liking a show that had finished right. you know uh, for some reason uh, because it, it was kind of geeky I mean it's it, it's it, it was even when it was on it was considered quite geeky because it was mechanical and and well just gratuitously blowing up things even well not blowing up because you weren't allowed explosives but you know destroying things for no reason but yeah that was like my earliest childhood memories but then also like on the cartoon side of things i was religiously watched boomerang which was just old hanna-barbera cartoons as well so most of my day was um um basically school or um tv or reading my mum bought me the harry potter books and i read those i was reading like basically it seems to me that as i was a child everything i did was uncool but nowadays it's cool again for some reason so uh yeah i read a lot i cried a lot um and uh slept a lot a lot more than i do now now that i'm a student um that doesn't
0: change by the way (laughs) yeah i know i know it's 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 great (laughs) Um, but, <laughs> no, I'm a big fan of Harry Potter, too. I'm 40 years old. And I, I, I'm not afraid to admit it. I, I enjoyed the books. I enjoyed the movies. They're two very different things for me. And yes. I'm, I'm a big fan of the world. I I knew that she wasn't quite done with it. I'm glad to see that we're getting some new stuff within the world. I still think she's going to write Harry afterwards beyond what we've recently been getting. I think The Cursed Child yeah. actually was up for pre-order as of today.
1: Yes. Well, it is, actually, because my mom's like, oh, you've got an Amazon voucher. Why don't you? pre-order that and I'm like well I kind of want to buy you know one of the board games I've seen on tabletop instead but we don't have space Mm -hmm. for it in our house but you know I'm like (laughs) so it's I can buy I buy all these games and then have nobody to play them with which is great oh you're
0: that you're speaking about my childhood like it was (laughs) yes I
1: was like that I didn't really have any friends who wanted to come over to my house and play these games so I would generally play with my mother and and my grandmother was always there as as well because we sort of lived in a house together, a massive house that was just far too big and took five years to clean every time it needed dusting. But basically, anything more complicated than Scrabble, my grandma just doesn't like didn't comprehend. So it was basically it ended up me and my mother and. That was just basically frustrating because cause mm. there's only so many times you can lose as a as a seven year old to the same person before you want to kill them <laughs> in their sleep,
0: which considering that your mother is probably not the best idea. So, I remember yeah. very distinctly my one Christmas my dad gave me Risk for Christmas, and I remember opening it up. I'm like, oh, I've heard of this game. Do you want to play? And he took one look at me. And he goes, never. <laughs> and, they walked away. and I was like, why did you buy me a game that I could never play with anyway? Exactly. That's what I, I got. The,
2: okay. I got risk for Christmas as well. And to this day, I was like, I want to say 13 when I got it to this day. I have never played it. Never. Never once.
0: I've thrown out one board game in my life and it was risk. Risk and it was just because there was no point to it. I think the things were still in the bags when I gave it away to, you know, one of our thrift shops, but like it's the only game I've ever thrown out. I have a I probably got about 150 board games. I'm not even kidding you. I have a ton of them. But that one, never played it. It's just never going to happen. <laughs> in yeah. my world.
1: Uh, well, this is how lonely a child I was. I ended up actually I would Sort of alter the rules and play with myself. Oh
0: yeah, yeah. Okay, that that sounded terrible.
1: I just realized what I said. (laughs) I played on my own, not 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 getting better.
0: You you played all of the characters. Yes, or like
1: I would play multiple people. Like like in a game of Mm -hmm. of Risk, I would be neutral to myself, so I would just try and win, and I would play different colors or whatever. I don't know. I think I I have Risk somewhere at home. I've not played it. I've played it, but. Not, I don't think I've ever played it with another person, and there's, I've got so many board games that I like. That I've got so many board games that are like aimed at four to five people that I've played yeah. with one yeah. to two, or like you know my borderline schizophrenic self, which is with some games though you can't do that, and that's kind of the really sad thing. Like with games like like poker or um, love letter or you know sort of card games, especially like it, it, it's difficult to. With with, I really need to find a better term of phrase than play with yourself, because
0: <laughs> <laughs> I would literally I would I, the one time I did use this game Risk, um, one team would roll with the right hand and the other team would roll with the left hand. So I, I know where you're going with this. It's uh, it's 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 a sad state of affairs. I ended up um, when I married my wife, the, her whole family plays board games all the time. That's all they do. And when oh, I first course. started dating her, I thought I was actually in a little bit of heaven, because they just they would play games all night every every night i was like this is the most amazing thing ever
1: (laughs) yeah well i'm basically uh, in my family um well family basically consists of me my mother uh, my grandmother and then occasionally my uncle shows up out of the blue he's basically like a wizard or something he just Mm. we never we we, we don't see him that often and basically christmas is the day like the one day of the year that we would get together and actually play something like that it's really inconsistent. So mostly it's just me and my best friend or me and my mother, or occasionally the three of us. Actually last, I went home a few weeks ago and we played exploding kittens and Catan, just the three of us. And that was actually really good. I, cause I sort of, it was mother's day recently in this country. So I decided yep. to surprise her, um, on my way home. I was actually on my way home from Glasgow cause they've just rebooted robot wars, which was amazing. Oh. So I traveled 300 miles to go and see it because that's, that's how wow. obsessed I am with it. Um, I, th- I think literally, I was the f- person who had come the furthest. Everyone else was like from down the road. <laughs> but- my, fam-
0: my, fa- <laughs> my, my dad's actually from Glasgow. Um, he's, he's. I'm a first generation Canadian myself, and I've never been there. I'm told it's a bit of a tough town.
1: Yeah, we were in McDonald's, and basically people were just kicking the wall for no reason, and there were policemen inside scowling, and I was just there trying, trying to like you know sort my chocolate milkshake, and I, I this is how Scottish. Glasgow is they they sold iron brew in McDonald's
0: of course they did and
1: (laughs) and yeah it was just like this was like Thursday night so it wasn't even like drunk or unless everybody is drunk on a Thursday in Glasgow which Mm -hmm. I wouldn't put it past them I'm not trying to be racist but apparently I'm turning out that way I'm just I'm just offending everybody today
2: (laughs) (laughs) well you are devil boy I mean you have to (laughs) you, you gotta make the name worth it I mean
1: come on yeah, like, that
2: name was really weird.
1: I don't re- actually f- remember why I am that, but I remember not wanting to be myself on the internet, so I I went through monikers like Kid Chaos, and people made fun of me for that, so then I went to Devil Boy, and, uh, and then Devil Boy Scooby, simply because Devil Boy was already taken on YouTube, and uh, so now that's stuck for like 10 think- years now.
0: I think most people at some point choose a moniker. Like I, I used Nightmare for years and it was based off of the the video board game, the VHS tape board game. And cuz I love it, it's my favorite game of all time and I used that for a long time and then I, I just hit that point. I was I think I was in my mid to early 30s. I'm like, "You know what? If I can't use my own name, I shouldn't be on this internet thing." So
2: <laughs> yeah. I just
0: I started just I rebranded myself with my own name and it's it's weird when I'm on like Sony PlayStation and people are like, "Your name sucks." And I'm like, "Well, at least it's my real name
1: (laughs) yeah (laughs) well it's weird because my playstation name is actually kind of different to devil was it was no meat for some because for some reason i don't know why exactly i can't remember the origin of it but like my i made like a separate channel for a different sort of thing on youtube Mm -hmm. and my playstation name is is it's called mango chutney which (laughs) it's strange because i don't like mangoes or chutney
0: (laughs) it just sounded neat i guess it's
1: it, yeah, it did. And and then randomly, it's like there's the number 44. So um, it's, it's, it's it was just, I don't know. And I still use that today because that's got all my trophies and, and, and sort of purchased games and stuff
0: on it. Well, but, Nightmare, Nightmare was the second name that I used. And the reason being is the first name I used was Dice as an homage to my love for board games. But then everyone thought I was meaning Andrew Dice Clay. And I was like, "Yeah, no, I don't want to be associated with that jackass." So I changed it. <laughs> uh, yeah. yeah.
1: Well, I because when I first started on the internet, I was anonymous. I wasn't Jake. I didn't disclose my name, my age, or mm-hmm. anything like that because basically, I didn't want to find. I didn't want people I knew in real life to find me on the internet and bully me more than I already was being. So, I I actually adopted for a while. A f- it was it's actually cringy that I cannot watch my old videos. It was like this fake general north american crazy prepubescent accent and it's it makes me i don't know why it kind of came naturally if i was talking for a long time i just started drawing and 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 that it 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 was it was terrible but at least you know nobody knew who i was and i was actually able to do what i wanted to do um which at at the time was robot wars related stuff as i've grown older and i've moved away because they weren't very good games that they made for the tv show the BattleBots ones were worse but it's like i i grew i sort of started on youtube and a community started sort of grew because i was the one that made all these robot wars videos on youtube Mm -hmm. but now that's all people want to see and it's the last thing i want to play because they're boring and Mm -hmm. and just yeah i i actually actually got to a point where i sort of because I, I, I do a bit of Twitch streaming as well, it got to a point where I got so sick of one of the games that I actually... Somebody as a joke said, well, would you be rather playing this or Hatoful Boyfriend? Mm-hmm. So I actually bought my own copy of Hatoful Boyfriend and played that again instead because it was less sufferable, if, if that's the
0: right word. I, I know what you're talking about, about the different personnel on YouTube. When I first started, I actually thought for anyone to watch your videos, it you, you had to be that like over-the-top, hyper in your face, a little bit insane kind of personality because those seem to be the personalities that were getting views. And I tried it for a little while and I quickly learned it's just not me and I don't like it. And then when I started going back to being more like I am, in fact, to the point now is I just, there's, this is who I am. I mean, I'm not going to pretend to be anyone anymore. I may yeah. not get a ton of people watching my stuff, but the people who do get me and they understand me and it's, it's a more fulfilling experience. Numbers are nice, but if there are a yeah. bunch of people that want you to play a TOEFL boyfriend or do shit that you don't want to do. I just figured out there's just no point to it.
1: Exactly. And that's my basically my mantra. I don't play games that I want. Don't, well, people, I mean, people have been like, play Minecraft or play Call of Duty. Those seem to be the staple games to go to if if, if you want fame and attention on, on YouTube. But I don't enjoy Minecraft. It confuses me that the game is called Minecraft, and yet you spend most of your time above ground building houses for yourself.
0: <laughs> It's not a very good name,
2: you're right. <laughs> oh, not um, me. When I first started playing Minecraft, I was like, all right, I'm going to have an underground lair. It's going to be like the Mines of Moria. Look out. <laughs> <laughs> it's
1: nice. You
0: took
2: the name literally. You, you
0: played <laughs>
1: Minecraft. That's right. Yeah, you uh, crafted a mine. And it, take, it takes a lot of dedication to do that. I get very bored with that sort of game quickly. But I mean, I'm one of those people. I will play The Sims, but I spend very little time designing houses. I basically just make a... I just sort of start playing the game. And... It's really weird because I always play women, or not always women, but I will make female Sims and for some reason they are naturally inclined towards other females. I don't know why. It's like my computer is very pro-homosexual, which is a good thing, I suppose. It's quite progressive, whereas a lot of people I know are quite, like my grandmother, I think uh okay maybe i shouldn't have said that i don't know for certain but she's we'll change the subject let's
0: let's save jake on this one so (laughs) we all have people from that generation i think we can all relate um now in terms of tv shows you mentioned i think scooby-doo with the name simpsons uh what what other uh kind of shows do you like
1: Okay, well, all right, Um, I will just, I'll have to remember now, Friends, Friends is one of those that I would be able to recognize any episode within five seconds of it beginning. I'm a big
0: Um, Friends fan as well. I'm one
1: of the few Friends fans who didn't clap along with the opening theme, I just sang along though, instead. Um, uh, Later on, uh, Arrested Development came along, which I thought was very clever comedy, it was quite niche, um, because not many people watched it, it was very popular, but it wasn't really like... No, it was very critically acclaimed, but it wasn't really massive sort of view- viewership figures. Mm-hmm. So, But it was actually quite clever. And I actually, I was watching a tabletop episode recently, and I think, it was, I don't know if it was Ashley Clements or something, but she basically said, has anyone even in, in this family ever, even seen a chicken, which was an Arrested Development line? And I basically just went,
2: yay!
1: And people just <laughs> stared at me, because I'm like, oh, sorry. I'm like one of those people that if something comes up, that's a reference to something i know i'm like i'm all over that if, if some if somebody mentions like robot wars in a tv show i'm like i've got to film that and i'm going to keep it for my like back catalog of, of pointless video clips that are on my hard drive simply because somebody else acknowledged something that i like but
0: <laughs> joey uh, you're going to jump in there on the friends thing i think
2: no, um, I'll, I'm just going to say this much. I've maybe in my entire existence on this planet have seen enough running time of Friends to maybe make up three episodes. And I, and I don't hate the show. I just I haven't reached that point in my life where I'm like, you know, maybe I'm interested in watching this. However, I do have a friend
0: whose younger sister is infatuated with the show. The thing about that show, it's, it's, it's an archetype that seems to come and go how How i met your mother in my opinion was was what filled that space when friends disappeared and they had uh, people had enough time to get over that fact and and i really liked both those shows and and in both cases until pretty much the last episode um how i met your mother really pissed me off on that last episode (laughs) (laughs) yeah i I could never
1: get into it because i could never get past the thing of this is basically
0: new friends with different characters yeah Uh, well i just I love the show, just, I mean, to disrespect character development like they did in their finale is, eh, anyway. Um, you, you probably have some other shows, i probably cut you off there. Well, no, but with
1: the Friends thing, it's inescapable. On a few years, like five, ten years ago, it was on every channel in the UK, pretty much, mm-hmm. so you couldn't avoid it for a long time. They came to London, I was only like four at the time. That's but- right, I remember that. Yeah, it was it was it's it was a massive thing, and it, and and then when everybody was like, oh, it's coming on to Netflix, which they still only have it in America. I was like, I don't care. I already own like the entire collector's DVD set with all the extended episodes and stuff. So, but yeah, I'm generally one of those people. that If I like something, I will hunt everything down and just buy everything that exists of it. Um,
0: so being a geeks about it's about passion, man.
2: Oh, I'm yeah, the same. It, I'm the same way. But I absolutely. guess, I guess for me though, my version of Friends it would have to be the big bang theory. And the thing that mm-hmm. about the show that irritates me the most is those who criticize it and say, all of their jokes are pointless. And there was one guy on Twitter that posted an angry comment about one of the recent episodes. And he was like, there was no buildup it was like not even a joke it was just stuff and I'm like you obviously missed the whole 30 seconds prior to that like the actual build up that would have led to that moment so like there's all those kind of people out there and I'm like you are like you people
0: are like the gamer gate of Big Bang Theory like you need (laughs) to go away (laughs) The Big yeah. Bang Theory has got the same sort of detractors that I find the IT crowd having. And both of them I don't understand. It's like, oh, you're making fun of us. Like, I'm an IT guy. That's what I do for a living. I laugh my ass off at both those shows. I think yeah. they're both hilarious. If you can't laugh at yourself, if you can't laugh at the things that you love, you have no right to laugh at anything else on the planet. That's just a personal opinion of mine. But, I mean, they're not making fun of you because you're a geek. They're, making, they're, they're It's a comedy that they just happen to have geeks in. That's all you have to yeah. know.
1: And they're sort of bringing that culture to the limelight as well, because right. you know people. I see just normal people like anytime I go to a shop called H and V, which is basically a CD, DVD yep. sort of store. We have tons of Big Bang Theory DVDs, posters for sale, T-shirts, and you know, bazinga written all over them, which isn't even a fucking word, to be honest. But you know, <laughs> just it's it's everywhere, and it's on the TV, so it's it's sort of increasing the the. Uh, um, sort of, it's increasing the what's the word like um awareness of, mm-hmm. of of geek culture. Just like Twilight was increased the awareness of of, of sparkly vampires. Mm-hmm. I keep mentioning Twilight. I'm not obsessed with it. I, I'm, I
2: promise. Joey, have you ever read Twilight? <laughs> okay, here's the thing. I actually, i'm um, for before I answer that, I'm going to tell you this. I have not watched any of the movies, and I will not watch any of the movies. I have read all of the original four books. I didn't bother with the book that she had gotten halfway through writing, and then somebody leaked it online, and it was supposed to be the first book from Edward's point of view. So I, 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 I didn't read that, but I did read the originals, and I remember wanting to read the second one after I had finished the first one because I had, I just, I had basically sped right through it, and then I'm reading the second one, and I realized because I, I used to be really really depressed when i was a teenager and i'm, I'm talking like bad <laughs> and, I, and i'm just i was like reading getting through the first half of that second book and it was bringing back all of that depression and anxiety and just it. i was just like i need to put this book down it's not it's putting me in a really bad spot mentally and then finally like i, I get the story picked up a, a little bit more and went on and then i started thinking about it and i'm like stephen king's right like She's making a character depend on a boyfriend, and that is. And I, when I realized that, I got pissed off, and I started. I suddenly hated the books because Joss Whedon, when he wrote Buffy, wrote the exact opposite of that. And I was like, nope,
0: nope, no more Twilight, nope. <laughs> I mean, there's a reason Buffy the Vampire Slayer is a classic that people still now love. Um, mm. I have friends of mine do a podcast. I actually was on it, uh, Sunnydale. Uh, study group that's it uh, by Omar Najam who's you know one of the old vloggers and Holland Farkas who's an old vlogger and Chris Bramante who does some work on another thing I saw here on your list I love this transition whose line is it anyway yes that is my other like second favorite show after Robot Wars I have to ask because there is a difference the British one the North American one or both both Okay, Simply, answer. I
1: see the British one as more clever comedy and yes. um, American as piss yourself laughing, roll on the floor. If I'm ever in a low mood, um, which I kind of agree with the book thing, with although mine wasn't Twilight, mine was the seventh Harry Potter book. When Hedwig died, I just put it down and was like, I don't want to read this anymore. Too many characters are dying. It was like three pages, 17,000
0: deaths. Game of Thrones, Red that. Wedding, threw the book across the room. I know.
2: Yeah.
0: Okay, um, exactly.
2: I did that with the very end of the most recent one that he has published. <laughs> I was holding that thing, oh, and it, yes, yes, I yes. was like the screaming face that was coming out of the the book in the library of the first Harry Potter movie. I I
0: was so pissed. <laughs> I was so pissed. The tree or the sword, because there's two major things at the end of that book. I'm trying not to be to, to tell plot. So
2: okay, well, I, I'm not. Gonna, I'm not going to give away plot, but it had to do with Cersei. Okay, yeah, yeah. You see, I hated Cersei, so I was
1: really pleased with anything bad that happened to that character. I mean, that probably, I mean, considering the stuff that happens is, is probably makes me kind of a bad person, like the walking through the town, bearing all, I was like, she only deserves it, so I don't know what kind of person that makes me, but if, if I, I almost felt like hatred to that character, which I suppose is the mark of a good book If, yep. if the author, you know, allows you to to get invested in these characters and sort of things. I had like mixed feelings about Jamie and and just, yeah, it's a really good series and it, it's just, a, it, I've forgotten
0: a lot of it now. So I will have to reread it by the time the next book comes out. This is the is thing take a while for me with, with the song of fire of ice. I love the book series. I think it's great. And then the TV show starts up and okay. Some of the stuff is the same, blah, 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 blah. Then the TV show catches up to where the books are. And then they're like, okay, well, we got to clearly go our own direction while George goes in his direction. There's some obvious story plot differences between the TV show and the book, but for the most part, it's in the same realm. Then I hear Martin come out, and even if this was true, just don't say it. Say, yeah, I've seen what they're doing with the TV show, and they pretty much are doing the same thing I'm doing with the books. So the TV show that's about to start in a couple weeks will start spoiling a book that has yet to be released, which pisses me off. That's why I never
1: go see a movie until I've read the books. I'm on, I'm a book person. The only a- exception to that rule is I'm I'm going to get a lot of hate for this Lord of the Rings, but that's because it took me so ma- It took me like two years to read those because it went really slowly. I-, I was sat in the middle of the two towers just thinking, why am I reading yep. a thirty page chapter about how to make rabbit stew?
0: The Riders of Rohan. I I mean, I finished Lord of the Rings when I was about 14, but I started it about seven times because I loved The Hobbit. I love... Yeah, um, I love The Hobbit. I love The Fellowship of the Ring and I love Return of the King. The two towers right in the middle, whenever The Riders of Rohan, it lost me every single time.
1: And right, just yeah.
0: one day I was just like, got to push through it, got to push through it. And I finally got through it. You got to the other side and it's great again, but... Yeah, well I, I was like,
1: bucket list, I have to, and also it was around the times that The Hobbit was starting to be released, so I was like, I have to finally read this. So I sort of pushed through, it took a long time, but I was like, right, I can tick that off my bucket list, now I just need a mock.
2: Yeah, I didn't, uh, was terrible. for years yeah. I had tried to actually read the full Lord of the Rings trilogy. I had managed to read Fellowship, and the first half of the book I could easily just be like, okay, yep. Don't need this, because none of this pertains to anything else in the whole story. Like, I don't need to hear the history of a talking tree, okay? Like, let's just move on.
1: And then... That's exactly how I felt about the rabbit stew thing. It's basically just Gollum going, that's terrible. You shouldn't... You should eat rabbit
2: raw. Exactly. And I think that the movies really spoiled me, because I ended up... I realized that every time I would start the Two Towers book... I would get maybe 30 pages into it and then I would just never go back to it. So I had to actually get the audio books and I managed um. to, cause I was doing overnights uh, for work and I was like, I I gotta keep something to keep me entertained. I can only listen to music for so long. I mean, I love music. Don't get me wrong. But I was like, I, I'm like, I might as well like listen to an audiobook or something like really just kind of like gain something else while I'm doing this. So I managed to get through both of the books and then I feel like the movies spoiled me because the romance between Aragorn and um, I'm losing geek points. My my brain is not working with me tonight. Um, Arwen. <laughs> oh, don't worry. I can't name characters Arwen. either. The, like romance betw- the romance name between the romance between them two in the movie trilogy <laughs> wasn't present in the books because you know it never was. It never was in the books. So, True. I was missing that, and it was just like, oh, I'm just supposed to expect them to just get married and. So-called love each other. I'm like, th- that doesn't work for me. Like, I need a build-up. <laughs> I'm like, I need, I need, you know, details. I need to live vicariously through you
0: to make it I work. Think, I think a lot. What a lot of people don't understand about Lord of the Rings and, and frankly, C.S. Lewis's uh, Narnia books too. These guys were in the same book club. So basically, you got C.S. Lewis and J.R. Tolkien getting together every week with some other friends and. Basically, here's a chapter of what I was reading. The Lord of the Rings seems like it ends pretty abru- abruptly, and as does the Narnia series, for that exact reason, is that the book club ended. So, really, what? you got that whole middle section of both of those those epochs where things just kind of seem like people are just running, writing one big run-on sentence. And I think that was more or less, all, you know, why like, hey, well, you know, I gotta write a chapter for this book club this week, and. Oh, well, i got to kind of stretch this a little bit. At least that's the impression I got, personally. I found C.S. Lewis's stuff probably a little bit better because he broke them up into, I think, there was like six or seven of the Narnias. I don't quite
1: remember. Yeah, seven. Cause I, re- I read those when I was really young. I, I'd never realized it was like an allegory of, of the Bible at all yeah. until I was taking a, a religious studies class in, uh, for, in school. I didn't even realize. I just read them and was like, oh, okay, book,
2: well, done, right. Please let's go back to Harry Potter. But- <laughs> Especially the last chapter of the final book. I, I if I could remove the knowledge of that, I would mm. I would be infatuated with Chronicles of Narnia, like forever. But because of that last chapter in that last book, I'm I'm I remember sitting on the plane coming back from San Francisco, the first time I'd ever left the state, let alone gone to a convention. I'm reading this book and I'm staring at the page. I'm like, y- you, you, you got to be fucking kidding me! This is how it ends. I'm like, what? And then they start playing Bridge of Terabithia. So halfway through that movie, with not if you haven't seen it, like there's something that happens, and I'm sitting there between two old ladies, and I'm just like <laughs> trying not to cry because I'm like, I'm I'm being put through the
0: emotional ringer here. I'm like, this flight sucks. <laughs> <laughs> Um, have you uh, read any of uh, Lev Grossman's stuff, the The Magician series? I think they just got a TV show that started up about uh, the same world. Um, I I
1: started trying to read Magician by, um, I, and it was like the unabridged version, and I got 200 pages in and was like, I just can't do this. My brain hurts because there was a lot to keep up with. I think when I, from what I remember, and. If, I I tend
0: to just give up on a lot of things. Uh. Basically the whole series is Harry Potter meets Narnia meets angst teenagery anything. Like it's got that kind of angsty teenager, then you got Harry Potter's world, but you have the mythos of Narnia. And then and by the end of it he doesn't even You know, pretend that it's not that anymore. Like, he directly references things from the other series. I, you know, I finished the three. I think that's all he's doing. I might be wrong, but they're a good series. I enjoyed it, especially if you liked those worlds. You just got to really understand that it's clear where he got his source material from.
1: (laughs) I was thinking of a different magician, but yeah. I I, I mean, even Harry Potter itself is kind of basically a reimagined Lord of the Rings, same sort of good versus evil struggle of different characters it's just harry is i realized having like reading it the 11th time or whatever that harry is not really a likable character he becomes very grumpy and and horrible to his friends and quite exploitative he expects a lot of ron and hermione and like he starts soaking the minute that ron falls out with him and and he's, he's actually a bit of a dick to be honest But it's still, like, an interesting book series, I think, even though I cried when Hedwig died. But, yeah. Sorry,
0: Joey, I thought you were going to jump in there. My apologies. I just Uh,
1: thought people had died because, you know, finally (laughs) they just got so bored of me that (laughs) they jumped off cliffs. (laughs) (laughs)
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, I mean, I, and JK explained and she basically wanted to remove all of Harry's crutches and his father figures so that he was standing on his own. Yeah. And I heard I was like, I didn't like the Hedwig thing. I didn't like the Dobby thing. It was just it was a little too much. Those were not father figures. Those were not exactly. People. Yeah.
1: I mean, Hedwig, she was like, that was a symbol of innocence like, yeah,
0: we got rid of the whole innocence thing in the fourth one, okay, so don't worry yeah. about that. Anyway, let's move on to the rapid-fire question section, so this is all Joey, and I Ooh, will take a step okay. back and let him run his section as he will.
2: Alright, Jake, you ready for this? No, but let's go anyway. Alright. No, yeah, I'm ready. Alright, here's a good one. Do you have any phobias? Yes. Okay, well, you, you gotta, you gotta that tell was us. was an easy question. <laughs> 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 You're expected to tell us <laughs> Okay, I'm sorry. You should have elaborated. Yes,
1: sorry. I have very strange phobias. The the one that's perfectly normal um is fear of heights. I cannot it actually makes me sick to climb um like even just castle walls and stuff. I can't do it because I literally feel like I'm falling over and very nearly do. Um but then other really weird ones I'm I'm terrified of, of vacuum cleaners. Um, which makes cleaning my room extremely difficult. I have to get somebody else to do it, and I hide in my bathroom with headphones on because the noise freaks me out. And also, we have a brand of, of um, vacuum cleaner in this country that has, like, a smiley face on it, and it's called a Henry Hoover, and it looks like it wants to kill me in my sleep or, or do things to my genitals. And I fear for my life
2: if, if I see one. It's
1: and It's think, thing. The Wes Craven
2: has beep. passed away. This would make an amazing horror movie. Wow. <laughs> yeah, my tombstone is going
1: to read: Here lies Jake Mellor, terrified of vacuum cleaners What a weirdo
2: They ate his yeah. genitals
0: <laughs> <laughs> Yes
1: He was unable to bear any children Because because Henry the Hoover sucked up his cock If you he could have is-
2: <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> yeah. um,
2: Oh my lancer Anyway That
1: would be one very strong blowjob
2: <laughs> oh my god! Okay, he went there. He went there. Of course there he did. are people
1: who actually do that, though. That scares me. That there are people in this world <laughs> a who lot stick of their genitals into vacuum cleaner holes.
2: <laughs> oh, I thought I thought you were talking about that. There's actually people in this world that do blowjobs for real. I was like, I, <laughs> duh. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm fully aware that people do blowjobs. <laughs> I think, yeah, no, I fully get that. Oh, my God. The scary part is I don't know if Blair's putting this on the cutting room floor. I may get left end. I don't know. So I'm really scared now.
0: This is all stated. This is gold. It's it's fine.
1: (laughs) We won't go. It's fine. Uh, And, yeah, the third one is bees simply because I'm terrified because my uncle got stung in the eye by a wasp, and he has now a scar in the back. And anytime they come near me, I'm just terrified they will sting, and I will catch, like, I don't know. Bee stingitis and drop dead. I I don't know. It, it it's quite um. It it's a weird. But I should I should have ended with the vacuum cleaner one to be fair, because that was more interesting and paved the way for a blowjob conversation. Whereas bees can't really lead into anything sexual.
2: Well, I mean, I, I can understand the, the fear of bees, because one, they can sting, and that sucks. My, my mom, at one point, had actually tried to raise bees for a while, and she would always be like, I need you to come outside and help me out. I'm like, uh-uh, I ain't, uh, n- no, I saw Candyman, I ain't going out there. <laughs> I was yeah. like, no, no, I don't think so. Well,
1: there was a Scooby-Doo episode with giant killer wasps in it as well, and that creeped me out. Oh, uh, God. Although not as much as one where there was this head was horseman and and he basically had a pumpkin as a head and then he got a real head and it was the most terrifying thing in the world because it was basically I mean it, it in the end it was basically just the guy who was in the costume basically just covered himself in flour or something and and just make put on some mi- maniacal laugh but it was genuinely quite freaky
0: sleepy hell
2: if you could have unlimited storage for one thing what would it be I want to say cucumber. <laughs> I don't know why.
0: <laughs> you have the best answers to these questions, I swear <laughs> to
2: God. Like, I'm at a loss for words. Like, nobody has ever done this to me before, like this. I'm just like, <laughs> the puns in the innuendos that are, like, running through no, my head right now. I'm just like, head. I don't. Wait, What? <laughs>
0: Oovers that was not supposed cucumbers. to be an innuendo. <laughs> Sorry.
1: How could it
0: not? <laughs>
1: but, no, my flatmate. I because I live in halls like for, for university, and um, we, we we walked into the kitchen one day, and he was just like, "I want to die by being fired into a volcano by cannon." How do you want to die? And I literally had to think for ages, and just thought death by overeating cucumber because. That was just the first thing that came to my mind. I quite like cucumber.
0: <laughs> I hope so.
2: <laughs> I hope, yeah, I hope so if you're going to have unlimited storage for something. I would. I hope it wouldn't be unlimited, something that you hate. <laughs> unlimited bees. Unlimited <laughs> vacuum cleaners. I'm almost scared to ask this question, but here we go. Screw it. You just wrote a book about your life. What do you call it? Um... <laughs>
1: Hoover blowjobs. Uh,
2: I kind of no, thought that would um, come in. I don't know. Um, <laughs> <laughs>
1: um, uh, definitely. I. I. Uh, okay. Right. Just tried Um. I'm. I hate potatoes. That would be my book title.
0: For a Brit, that's tough to say.
1: Well, I'm literally I'm vilified by everyone because I don't like potatoes, and I didn't think it was that big a deal. But yeah, I just I was I force fed them at home like three times a day or something. So now I can't stand them. Not even like fries. I mean, I will have them, but they're not like my favourite food. Whereas a lot of people are like, yeah, let's get you know after a drunken night out, everyone want, here wants cheesy chips, which isn't like you know. La- lays or anything it's it's what we call fries basically and it's just it's just like why would you put cheese on top of potato on top of gravy on top of you know hey
0: hey hey you just described poutine all
1: right <laughs> i know i mean yeah i'm it's with jake
0: that. on I mean, this i don't like room. that i i'm like uh, uh. Uh, well, yeah
2: i mean i'm
1: one of me. the few people here who <laughs> likes peanut butter jelly actually because I, I tried that. Butter jelly. Um, and, um, yeah, I, cause to me, it made sense because it's basically a savory sort of peanut butter with a sweet jam sort of thing. So it worked nicely for me. But, but um, The ultimate peanut people, butter
0: jelly sandwich, me. though, is put peanut butter on both sides of the bread and then the jam, the jelly in the middle so that it doesn't get soggy.
1: Fair enough. You see, I do one on each slice simply because that way the knife doesn't like, – I don't get peanut butter in the jam jar or anything like that yeah. because, you know, practicality because that just means more washing and I hate washing.
2: Alright, if you could switch bodies with someone for one day, who would it be?
0: Um,
1: Felicia Day, why not? Okay. I don't know. I, I can't think of anybody. I've never really... I know that's one of those things that everybody asks you, but I've never actually sat down and thought, because anybody other than me, I think, would be an interesting experience. Because... Everybody sees the world in a different way, I suppose, and everybody has their own... I want to see, like, what other people's... Because I assume switching bodies means you also, like, get their mind. So I would kind of like to see how other people see the world. Well, oh, actually, no, I'll change that. Probably Donald Trump, because I want to see what is so fucked up about his head that he thinks that building a wall between Mexico and then charging the Mexicans to build it is a good idea.
2: But the problem is, is that we don't have a Castiel to fix you after you're done.
1: Yeah, I mean, well, either that or, like, if the, um, like, if the guarantee is that I would definitely sw- which switch, backs, then, like, come the 23rd hour, 59th minute, I would just, as Donald Trump, I would just, like, walk off a cliff or something and save everybody the trouble.
0: There'll always be someone to replace them. It's a bigger problem, unfortunately.
2: Yeah. Alright, we're almost done. Alright, you have one album or CD... And you can, only take, you can only take one of the, these things with you to Mars. Like, one particular album, and it's the only album that you can take with you. What is it you bring?
1: Okay, and greatest hits, do they count? No greatest hits. Okay, in that case, uh, Siren Song of the Counterculture by Rise Against. Good You'll have to Google that, people.
2: <laughs> 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 I know Rise Against. It's okay. I'm a DJ. The amount of
1: people who say, "Oh yeah, I like Rise Against the Machine too," I, uh, just <laughs>
0: different company, different. Company.
1: Yes, exactly. It's just. Eh. Although I did but the first concert I went to season with did have Tom Morello from Rage as ah. uh, as a warm up, and he blew the roof off even oh. before Rise Against came out because he was playing bass or whatever with with his teeth and stuff. So it was fun. it was like one of the best nights of my life.
0: Yeah, Tom is some kind of talent. That guy.
2: Yeah. All right, I have a really fun question for you because it, I'm rewriting one that that uh, Blair wrote for me, and, I, and I, I'm gonna I'm gonna have a little bit more fun with this. Just, just you know, I'm gonna be cheeky. If you could date and only date one member of the band One Direction, who and why?
1: Is it bad that I don't actually know their names? I know Harry no. Styles and I know Zayn. What's his face left? But until recently, I couldn't even name you a song that One Direction did. <laughs> so, um, I'll say probably the manager of a One Direction <laughs> because I could like persuade them to disband the the, the group and save everybody. The, the worries I'm probably going to alienate so many people in the community and nobody will ever want to talk to me again. Because, but. There you go.
0: We don't all have to like the same things.
2: <laughs> I don't really care for One Direction. I mean, I be like that's... one or two of their songs, so don't even worry about it. <laughs> I couldn't it. tell you their names either. Why did you ask the question then?
1: That's like asking me a question like, who built the Pyramids of Giza and then didn't know the answer to it. Because it's fun. The
0: aliens, duh.
1: <laughs> duh, I'm, yeah, duh, sorry. <laughs>
0: I, I just know the hair guy. I don't even know what the hell his name is. He had the funny hair.
1: Um, I think they all have funny hair. I think oh, that's a prerequisite right. of boy bands. Oh,
0: uh, okay. Yeah, that probably hasn't changed much since the 90s.
2: All right. Uh, yeah. And last but not least, how awesome is Toronto Gal? Very.
1: Um, she was the one who let me into the Facebook group, followed me on Twitter, and all, yeah, everything. So she's very... Uh, Just, well, awesome. You said it yourself. So, I mean, I think anybody who has their own emoticon as a subscriber, like, thing on Twitch is an awesome person. You know, you don't get, there aren't any Donald Trump emoticons on
0: Twitch, or at least I hope there aren't. So, yeah. She's, yeah. yeah. They're awesome. Allison is amazing. You're absolutely correct. All right. Because we're running a little long on time, which is fine, we're <laughs> going to skip through the suggestion section and jump right into the promo. So you talked about okay. your YouTube. You talked about your Twitch, uh, your Twitter. <laughs> Why don't you tell everybody where we can find you and, and anything else that you're you're doing on, on all those mediums? All right. Okay.
1: Well, I'm at Scooby on Twitter, um, which basically just involves me rambling about... If I'm watching a TV show, I will generally tweet about it, even if it's been... Even if it was shown like five years ago, I will still tweet about it, Just my, even though nobody will read those views, you know, at least I'm, I'm one of those people that if something builds up in my mind, I want to get it out of there, so I will put it on onto Twitter and just hope that somebody may see it and be interested. Um, YouTube also, Devil Boy Scooby, there is a running theme. Um, currently uh, about to start, uh, well, I say about to start, um, we've already filmed a bit of it, Uh, another uh, Let's Play Crash Bandicoot um, Team Racing or whatever it's called. I don't even know what it's called, which is probably a good start. And um, I kind of forced myself to do another Robot Wars um, Let's Play. And I think my my channel nowadays is more community-based because I find myself really boring and watching stuff I've recorded back is pretty boring. So I try and get other people involved as much as possible and look for anybody who's even remotely interested in any game, basically. Just... Because nowadays, it's just having a laugh. Yeah, it's basically what I like to do, and that's what's so great about the internet and uh, and about humans as well. So, yeah, that's that's me. And I'm also floating around on the Team Human Facebook group.
0: Amazing. Well, humans, we've had ourselves another. Pod, a very successful one, and I laughed my ass off this one. You, I was not expecting some of those answers. That was great, <laughs> Joey. Before we close this up, is there anything else you want to talk to Jacob about?
2: I'm telling you, man, you you really gotta like do some kind of like voice acting, real like some kind of test, and put it out there or look for any kind of jobs that's looking for some kind of voice actor, because you've got something. I mean, you're 21 years old, and you have a voice of gold. I don't know if you realize this. A lot of the listeners are going to be sitting there. A lot of girls, I'm, I'm telling you right now, there's going to be a <laughs> lot of girls all over the world that are going to hear your voice, and they're going to be like, Oh my god, I want Jake to talk in my ear right now. Uh, okay. Like, they're, they're, I can, I, I'm telling you right now, seriously, like... They're going to hear you, and they're just going to be like, where can I find Jay?"
1: <laughs> well, you can find me on Twitter and
2: on YouTube. No, like, where? where's his doorstep? I have to find him.
0: Wales, apparently. Yeah.
1: <laughs> well, yes, or Manchester, one of those. Although, good luck finding me in Wales, because basically there's just no reception here. I think most of the locals still communicate with, like, telegraphs, because... I can't get phone calls. The Wi-Fi dies every two minutes. I'm, I'm amazed we've actually made it through this entire call without the thing cutting off 7,000 times. I think, basically, they let sheep run all the electricity in Wales. So, yeah. It's, but, yeah, I'll either be here or in, or in Manchester. But I'm really hoping... I really want to travel to America one day, too. Either, either to Comic-Con is a, is a thing that I really want to do. I want to meet other people mm-hmm. from the Geek & Sundry team and uh humans and um also I kind of would like to see the San Jose that, uh, San Jose Sharks. Oh dear, San Jose sharks play live at least once um and probably lose the match that I spend hundreds of pounds to fly
0: to see probably but it would Hoc- it would be an experience H- hockey in the south is is different I've uh, I'm, I'm Canadian I've watched a lot of hockey and I've been to some games down in the southern US and um it, it it's a different experience but you know, San Jose is a team I've actually always enjoyed watching as well. So they're kind of one of those sets of teams. When my team gets eliminated or doesn't make the playoffs, which happens in my case almost every year, <laughs> yeah. um, then I I, t- I tag on to another team. And San Jose is one of those teams that I often.
1: Well, I think follow, it's so. easy for a lot of people from a foreign country just to pick the team that does well if they're going to get into a sport that's, that's across right. the pond or whatever. But I just went for the one whose logo looked the coolest.
0: Seriously. <laughs> it's, it, it's great it's got the teal and the shark yeah.
1: head and it's amazing favorite color teal my room is painted it's got a feature wall of teal and then on the opposite wall just a massive san jose sharks logo so yeah it's pretty cool
0: very cool well again once again i want to thank uh Oh, I'm going to say this wrong. Devil Boy Scooby. Hey,
1: you did better than Felicia.
0: (laughs) A.K.A. Jake for joining (laughs) us here on this episode of WhoPod. And uh, we even got our next guest lined up for the next one. So until next time, guys, take care. Bye-bye. Peace out, guys. Bye.